Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to discuss the energies of the Scorpio lunar eclipse happening at 25 degrees of Scorpio on May 16th at 1.13 a.m. So this could be an eclipse that's happening on May 15th for you, depending on where you're located. This particular eclipse has some very serious turning point energies where the universe is bringing our attention to what is complete, what is over, what is ending, what is releasing. And there's the seriousness here because the moon in Scorpio and the sun in Taurus are each at 25 degrees receiving an exact square from Saturn in Aquarius at nearly 25 degrees. So that's a tight energy and it could feel like a tight energy that you're navigating through as well as feeling the intensity of the pressure. Now, there are some favorable energies here in this particular eclipse. We will talk about that as well. But I am going to start with some of the basics of this eclipse to help you perhaps hone in on what may be changing and releasing for you during this cycle. Now, this is a total lunar eclipse, which is more energetically powerful. And we last had a Scorpio lunar eclipse at 25 degrees back in 2003, May 15th, 2003. So perhaps take a minute, think back to what was happening and developing in your life at that time. But keep in mind that the way that eclipses play out is that the energy comes through very strongly and then they unfold for a minimum of six months until the next eclipse. But some eclipses have a longer period of time where they unfold. And that can be because of multiple things. It depends on the other planets involved. It depends on other themes happening at that time. So sometimes eclipses play out for six months. Other times they play out for years. And that's because the energy keeps being triggered or there's other transiting planets that come through and further accentuate certain themes or energies. So eclipses have a different lifespan. And it's important to note that because whatever perhaps started in May 2003, it could have lasted for a while and it would have been at this same point in your chart at 25 degrees of Scorpio. So that is the house placement that you want to locate and you want to identify the house because that is the environment of life where the energy is coming through and the Scorpio energies are strongest for you. Now, it's also important to note that we just had a Taurus lunar eclipse on November 19th, 2021 at 27 degrees of Taurus. So that would have been the opposite point of your chart. And that can help perhaps by identifying the two areas of your life that are rebalancing, that are being reworked that are where you're making changes, new awareness is coming in, new developments. And now with the Scorpio energies, there are parts of our lives that are ready to change at a very deep, profound level. And that is simply one of the ways that Scorpio energy works. It shows us what is complete, what is stale or heavy or expired. It's where we are really aware of what no longer serves us, but in a deeper sense because that Scorpio energy is below the surface. 
So it's below the surface within you, whether that's your unconscious, your psyche, your emotional world, the things that you are moving through. This is an eclipse where there is intense emotional clearing happening. And it's also being complete with karma, with certain obligations, connections, things that you're sharing with others. Those shared resources are part of Scorpio. And this is where we're really getting clearer on a new emotional truth, on something that is a better fit or in higher alignment with what you need, what you want, and then what needs to go, what needs to end so that you have room, space, and energy for what is emerging. Now, this is an intense energy because not only is it a total lunar eclipse, but it's working with the south node, which is about endings. So it has this double punch to it of really understanding there's things in our lives that are energetically complete. Although we could fight to keep them or think we have to continue something in order to keep them alive. But there's something that you're already sensing or feeling because the Scorpio energy is very intuitive. It's aware of the energetics. And so if you were to use your intuitive or psychic abilities to look at the energetics of something, you're going to tap into what's happening at a deeper level. And I feel like what we're seeing are parts of our former selves. So parts of the previous versions of ourselves that were participants, contributors, and very active in something in the Scorpio part of your chart. And now you're seeing how you evolved and changed, how you've grown. And it feels like you could be assessing a past version of yourself that is no longer in alignment with your truth, what you need, what you want. And it feels like this energy is working at a very deep level of our being that could also be confusing, meaning there could be a part of you that feels it, knows it, you've got clarity on what it is. But then we go to this square from Saturn in Aquarius. And this is our mind because that Aquarius energy is an air sign. And it's also our relationships and our connections to other people in the world at large. And so this can be communities, groups, people you work with. Uh, these can be energies that you're involved in, uh, whether those are people you know formally or informally. But the Aquarius energy involves more than just your own energy. And Saturn in Aquarius is really bringing your attention to what do you need to do based on your own energy, based on where you're going, that new vision emerging, that new part of yourself that you're developing, you're growing, you're sensing. What part of your energy needs to perhaps go it alone? Because one thing that stood out to me in this chart is not only do we have this strong square from Saturn in Aquarius, but we have multiple planets in the third deacon of their respective signs. So we have the sun and the moon at 25 degrees. We have Saturn at 25 degrees, Pluto at 28 degrees retrograde of Capricorn. We now have Mars 23 degrees Pisces, Neptune, 24 degrees Pisces, and then the nodes, North node and South node, 22 degrees. These are 
energies in the third deacon, which shows that there are things completing, ending, but there's a mastery involved, a responsibility, a sense of really taking ownership over your energy, yourself, what each of these planets is bringing up for you. But when you have this strong theme of eight planets and points in the third deacon, there's something here that you're meant to really understand. You're meant to realize what has been coming up. And in this particular chart, it feels like Saturn in Aquarius has been helping you build structure and understand your life more on your own terms. But we build lives and we go through life with people connected to others. We have others that we're aware of that we want to be in relationships with, have networks, have community, have groups. And of course, we are social beings. We're designed to interact and work with people. But Saturn wants you to also know where you're meant to be an individual because that Aquarius energy for all the focus we put on groups and others and what is for the betterment even of humanity, what we do in connection with others, Saturn wants to remind you that you have the strength to go it alone. And there's things that you're meant to do on your own terms, which then can free up others to do things on their own terms. So I feel like this has a strong separation theme to it, where you're looking at where you need to separate your energy out if you've been holding or carrying a lot for others that ultimately maybe is holding them back from what they need to do next, from where they need to follow their own individual path or do something on their own terms. Because this energy is working with each of us to really bring us clarity around our individual energies, our priorities, what matters to us in this life, what our current needs are, and it just feels like this Saturn in Aquarius is applying pressure to separate from anything that has certainly served its purpose or it's weighing you down, but isn't truly honoring your own unique path, which is something that Aquarius wants us to do because it's by standing in the strength of your own energy that you shine the brightest. And that's how you then give back. That's how you're then able to offer your energy out to the world and connect with others is when you're in that very firm, clear place of this is who I am. So it feels like this particular total lunar eclipse in Scorpio is where we understand that for all the ways we have connections and relationships and networks with others, what do you need to do on your own terms? Because there is a pressure here to understand that that's one of the gifts of being you. That's one of the ways that we're able to fully own our whole soul's journey, our whole life journey. And it requires separations at times and letting go in a way that we're not always consciously aware of. But I'm feeling like these eclipses are really bringing in something different, better, new that the universe doesn't want you to miss out on. And the other thing I'm just feeling is that because the energies are accelerating and they've been moving so fast, it's almost like what we do the first half of this year sets us up for more of what we can create going into the second half of the year 
but the energy is going to be very different because the second half of the year we have more retrogrades. We're going to have many planets in retrograde, in fact. So it's almost like getting our duckies in a row right now, really understanding that now is the time, like make the most of now. If there's hard decisions to make now, it feels like it could be more complicated later in the year. It feels like energy that runs really fast and clear and smooth is a gift in understanding what you need, what you want. Whereas when the energy starts to get choppy, a little bit bumpy, basically we enter new turbulence. And I'm feeling like anything you can do now to make the best possible decisions for yourself will pay off, especially in the second half of the year. Now, that being said, it feels like these can be harder choices, harder decisions. And when I look at the chart, it really shows us how the mind is feeling a pressure. There's this mental fatigue even of figuring it out, sorting it out. What do I do? Overthinking, overprocessing, almost like we're exhausted from the choices, the decision making, the sense of not maybe knowing the best direct path. And yet the universe is asking you to basically retract your energy and go inside. And that's where the best answer can be found right now because it feels like the external energies could be quite distracting and kind of pull at us, like pull us away from something that we're feeling, sensing, knowing. And this isn't a time to diminish your needs or overly compromise. It also feels like the answers that are getting louder are in your intuition, almost like it's coming through intuitively. It's something you're feeling, you're sensing, and then you turn to the mind, as we do, figure it out. How do I put this puzzle together? How do all these things form something useful? How is this going to work? And that's because the Aquarius energies are able to synthesize and bring things together to harmonize them together. But it's easy to see that after the puzzle has been made. It's like the puzzle is scattered about. And then this eclipse comes in and adds in more intensity to put the puzzle pieces together. But it feels like what is happening is that you could be fighting yourself. There's something you could be fighting between your mind and your intuition, even between, this is interesting, even between different timelines, like you could sense yourself in a different timeline, but it's not your current timeline or you're seeing what you want. And yet there's something from the past that feels maybe heavy or weighing you down. The burden is pulling on you, right? It's like there's this tug of war that is not easy to navigate and it's pulling us between different realities, almost like pulling us between different options and different choices that we just want to be simple. And then as soon as I say that, what I'm seeing right now is that it actually is simple. And it's more about this strong energy of Pluto in Capricorn trining the sun in Taurus, sextiling the moon in Scorpio, and Neptune in Pisces, also at nearly 25 degrees, conjunct Mars and Pisces at 23 degrees, trining the moon, sextiling 
the sun in Taurus, it feels like you already know the answer. Because with Pluto and Neptune involved in these very favorable aspects, there's already something that I feel has been figured out and the mind doesn't see it. So the mind, our minds are the slow boat here. Our minds are very alive, very active, trying to get things into the right alignment or into the right place and also exhausting us while Pluto and Neptune are essentially holding a very powerful energy related to what you're feeling, what your soul knows, what is already unfolding. I mean, there feels like there's bigger energies at play here that are connected to your soul growth in this lifetime, that's connected to something that you're already feeling is energetically alive. And with Pluto, the energy of your soul's evolution, and Neptune, your higher self, your spiritual growth, it's almost like there's already parts of you that are fully aware of what needs to change, shift, or evolve. And that's where there's support. That's where there's ease. That's where you can relax and be like, okay, things are going to come together. But now we're dealing with this very strong Saturn that is the reality check and that's bringing our attention to what isn't working and where we need to make decisions. And I feel like this Saturn is applying a pressure of what you need to let go of, what you need to release. And I'm also feeling like this very much ties into finances because Taurus and Scorpio are the financial axis energies in astrology, where Taurus is what you make, what you earn, what you accumulate, what you bring in. It creates your lifestyle. It's very solid and stable. You could look at this as your paycheck, where you know what your paycheck is going to be, or where you're clear on your own self-value, self-worth, and this is where you're building your life. And that's the energy that comes out of you based on that sense of this is what I'm worth and this is what I expect the universe to reflect back to me. And so that Taurus energy ultimately makes things simple and clear. Then we have on the other side of the financial axis, Scorpio, which is about financial institutions, uh, where your money is shared with another. So for example, you pay rent, you pay mortgage, you're paying memberships, all of those are payments you're making to another entity, another bank, another financial service in order to benefit from what they have, right? So if you're paying rent to a landlord or to a building, well, they own the building and they're sharing it with you in exchange for your rent. So this is Scorpio energy. It's what we don't own perhaps, that we share with others. This also relates to your credit cards. Anywhere that you have to make monthly payments or where you have debts, uh, this is where the Scorpio energy shows us what we owe. And then once we pay off the balance, once you pay off the mortgage, then the house is yours. And so then it switches to that Taurus energy. But with the Scorpio energy, we're looking at what we no longer want to pay for, 
what we no longer want to contribute to, or we just don't want the liability. So I feel like the Saturn energy is applying pressure on finances. Now we can look at inflation. We can look at how the world of finances and economics are going through some very big shifts right now. And that's going to continue. That's not going to be something that ends in the near term. This is where we're seeing a lot in our reality changing that then affects us in our pocketbooks. And so this feels like an eclipse where you're taking stock, taking inventory, and perhaps assessing what do I need to get rid of? Where do I need to downsize? What do I need to sell? What do I no longer want to make monthly payments on? And that could be something that's part of this struggle. And Saturn in Aquarius is applying that pressure, again, that reality check, and is also, I feel like there's a promise here though. I feel like this Saturn is wanting us to be very responsible in our commitments as always, especially our financial commitments right now. The promise from Saturn is that if you cut the dead weight, if you downsize or get rid of something or cut back on your monthly services, at least for, let's say, the next two years, then there's going to be energies that come around where you're able to rebuild and you're able to then bring in more of what is in resonance with what you need for the long term. So there could be a short term cutting back for long term gain. And that could help prioritize any hard decisions you need to make or anything that's coming up that's causing that tension, that pressure, that sense of maybe not knowing what to do. I feel like this is Saturn's promise because Saturn is having us focus on that long-term future vision, that new direction or what you're working towards. And it's a bit like when you cut the dead weight from the boat. And I'm getting that image of a boat that is being weighed down and then you chop or slice the cords of what that weight is. Then you go faster. Then you're released. Then there's that immediate sense of relief and there's no longer that heaviness. So this could be a time when you're looking at what do I let go of for the short term in order for long-term gain. And this does apply to our finances, our material world, what we have obligations to, and where you're ready to make some new life choices or decisions that ultimately lighten the load and free you up. Now, that doesn't mean it's necessarily easy at this time, but again, if you take the long-term perspective, it's probably gonna help with your decision-making. And of course, this could be other things, like maybe you prioritize paying off a credit card or saving money in a certain way, or perhaps there's things you wanna switch up around your spending habits, your lifestyle, um, anywhere that your money goes out unconsciously, anywhere that things are going out and you're not getting what you need back in. This is part of this energy, and it's where we need to make some very clear, firm decisions that the universe isn't going to let us just coast with because Saturn is going to station retrograde in June at 25 degrees of Aquarius and travel retrograde until October 
where it goes back to 18 degrees of Aquarius. And as it's in retrograde, it will be about four and five degrees away from the nodes still. So Saturn won't be in a tight square to the nodes as we move back into some earlier degrees in Aquarius, but there will still be a bit of that Saturn responsibility chasing us. And it's a bit like Saturn trailing behind you, asking you, have you made the right decisions around your responsibilities? Are you taking care of the thing? What choices have you made? And this energy of Saturn retrograde feels a bit like a father figure keeping tabs on you and asking you, did you do your chores? Are you working on your homework? What time do you need to get to your job? It feels like this energy is going to stay with us as we move into the second half of the year. And it's going to make the choices and decisions you make around this eclipse even more important and even feels like there's something we have to stick with. We've got to stick with a decision. We've got to see it through and understand also that this will be something that has long-term gain, even if this year it feels like a cutback. It feels like you're downsizing. It feels like something that you didn't want to let go of or you didn't want to sell it or get rid of it or clear it out. But this is part of the energy that we're meant to consciously work with because the other way this tends to work out with Saturn, which is about karma, is that if you don't make the choice, Saturn makes the choice for you, which means another person comes in and makes the decision for you or an outside influence changes something. And Saturn in Aquarius is certainly about the world at large and the ways we need to responsibly show up in the world, as well as how the world impacts us individually. There's this very interesting dynamic right now that feels like we've got to put on our big kid pants and take care of some things and simply be mature, grounded, and clear about it, even if it's not our first choice. And that's where the energy just feels perhaps like it's a little bit hard or a little bit of a downer, where there's times in life where we have to do something, we have to take care of it, even if we don't want to. There's an energy here that when we work with it consciously, we're going to feel a relief. We're going to feel like, oh, okay, that's why I had to get rid of the thing or make new decisions or really assess my finances or where the money's going out or where it's coming in so that I'm really clear here on what my new choices are going to be going forward. And I feel like, again, going back to this energy of Pluto and Neptune, both working favorably with this eclipse, there's a much bigger picture. And Saturn doesn't have that much bigger picture all the time. Saturn understands today and wants you to be ready for tomorrow. Saturn is in the present moment, but there's a bigger energy cycle here that we're really understanding is supporting us and going forward. And again, it feels like we're going to go forward lighter, faster, and easier once we drop the dead weight, whatever that might be. 
Keep in mind that Scorpio is about renewal. Scorpio is about the transformative energies that we move through and understanding how everything is made to evolve and change. And this Scorpio lunar eclipse is ruled by both Pluto in Capricorn and Mars. And Mars is in Pisces conjunct Neptune, which is a very weird energy. It's basically trying to run in the ocean, which we would call treading water. And that gets exhausting really fast when you think about our little human bodies trying to run against these giant waves of energy and all these other things moving around us. So the best use of Mars and Pisces conjunct Neptune is learning how to float, to relax, to surrender, to basically lay on your back and float with those giant waves, to not struggle or kick against them and allow them to carry you. And so there's a big surrender energy here that again ties into this reality check of Saturn, but I feel like this is what's going to take us to these new shores, to these better destinations. And that's also what this Jupiter in Aries energy is doing as it is now newly in Aries during this Scorpio lunar eclipse. Jupiter in Aries wants to get you moving towards what that next direction is. And it's important here to note that Jupiter at zero degrees of Aries is the very beginning of a full new 12-year cycle. A whole new 12-year cycle is underway. And what is moving you forward? That Aries energy is action, inspiration, courage, the next adventure, you know, what lights you up and gets you moving, this whole new start that you're feeling, sensing, and knowing is correct for you, and understanding how powerful that will be in keeping your spirits up and in reminding you that there's always a new day. There's always a new opportunity and a new start. In fact, we get one every single day of our lives. We have a new beginning. And so there is energy here of really turning a new chapter, beginning something in a way that is truly in resonance with who you are, what you want, what you desire, what you need. And so for all the ways that part of this eclipse can feel overwhelming, and almost really intense and emotional, this Jupiter and Aries is the fire. And we also have Chiron and Venus in Aries helping us develop more confidence in what we want and how we go about getting it. So I feel like what we're understanding is that we've been clearing the decks in our own energy. And I'm feeling this energetically, almost like in your aura. And you could have a sense too of how much your energy has shifted, even in this year alone, and that things have perhaps been brewing or you've been feeling something you've been called to, a new project, a new endeavor, a new situation, a new, new, new something. And now this Jupiter and Aries is like, let's go. Let's go for it. Let's move towards it. Let's get this rocking and rolling because there's something here that's going to lift your energy up and give you a sense of feeling powerful around what you do want next. So we have a very interesting dance where there's things that we know we're making responsible choices around, but then there's something else. It feels like it's lighting us up, almost like turning on a spotlight 
at that zero degrees of Aries point in your chart. And that spotlight is reminding you of your own ability to create, to know yourself in a whole new way right now, and to trust that. So depending on how this eclipse energy signature is working with you, Jupiter is always our happy place. Jupiter wants you to feel good about life and feel good about yourself. So if there are burdens and things that you're moving through that are weighing on you, this Jupiter and Aries wants you to focus on the moment, what lifts you up, what feels good, and to give energy to that as well. So it's almost like having a hard or intense day at work and you come home and you're aware of what is for you whether that is a hobby, a passion, something that you look forward to, something that you just enjoy on your own terms. That's part of what we're meant to do with this energy is to manage what we can control and what we cannot. And because this is a Scorpio lunar eclipse, it can bring up those power dynamics. It can bring up things that maybe you're feeling you need to control or take charge of with others, uh, with anything that you share, with anything that is involved or entangled with others. But then Jupiter and Aries want you to set that down, step away from it, come back to yourself and refuel your own energy in a way that is best for you. And ultimately, that's going to remind you of who you are who you are today, right now, who you are at this point in your life, and also remind you of what you can take care of on your own terms. So this could be a way to focus on the joy in your life, focus on what lights you up, what feels good, what is best for you, and to allow that energy to be something that you're really embracing, even as we have these other energies unfolding that can feel more serious. Mercury retrograde is also happening during this eclipse. Mercury stations retrograde on May 10th at 4 degrees of Gemini and journeys back to 26 degrees of Gemini until June 2nd, 3rd. So this is an eclipse where Mercury is in his home sign of Gemini, but there is a slowdown. There is a sense of what he needs to reconsider, reprioritize, think through, not move too fast, not speak too quickly. And this is also where the mind is needing a break. So we talked about how that Saturn in Aquarius can feel the mental fatigue. Well, Mercury retrograde can create a similar experience of just give it time take some breaths, don't decide right now. And there's something here where our mind is not meant to be in control. Our mind is not meant to be overactive because the mind doesn't have the answers right now. And that right there can be confusing because so much of this energy of this Scorpio lunar eclipse is going into what you're feeling about something and what you're sensing and your intuition and your psyche and really understanding that is what's leading the show. And then the mind is meant to be turned down. So instead of turning it up to 11, there's something here where we're meant to temper the mental energies, especially the spinning 
I know this can be hard too and there's so much going on and you're trying to solve things and there's a sense here too of that anxiety, you know, that really intense, almost a fear. There can be fears here around decision making, fears around making a bad choice or a wrong choice, fears around not making a choice. I mean, all the things that can come up in our psyche around these decisions that are front and center. I feel like what this particular lunar eclipse is asking us to do is to drop out of the head and go into your intuition and your spiritual messages that are going to be softer. They're going to be whispers. Perhaps they're getting loud. Perhaps it feels like they're very loud even. But there's something here that spirit is offering you that isn't going to scream at you because spirit will not intrude on our free will or our personal sovereignty and certainly isn't going to infiltrate our energy unless it's invited in. So there's an energy here of going into what you're feeling, sensing, and intuitively receiving because that is the answer. But your mind could be fighting it. Your mind could be figuring it out. Your mind could be overwhelmed. And it's almost like going into other places that give you some type of solid grounding to move mental energy, to move it in a way that releases the pressure so that you don't have to figure it out. And it's as simple as asking spirit for help and support. And if you've already been asking, are you hearing the answers or are you ignoring it? Are you understanding what is truly moving you forward or what's really rising up in you? Or are you overriding it? Because the mind will do that. The mind will absolutely do that. So this is where we're really applying our spiritual mastery our intuitive abilities, trusting what we're receiving, even though we don't know that full puzzle yet, or we don't know how all the pieces sync up. This is where spirit knows. God knows, your higher self knows, your soul knows. And in fact, the other thing that our mind does is our mind creates a funnel, right? Of like, it has to be one thing, or I'm looking for one solution, or I'm looking for one direction. But the energetics of it are unlimited. There could be 18 awesome solutions to whatever you're figuring out, but we have to go through a funnel first, perhaps. Again, going to this cutting back, downsizing, letting things go, clearing things out, releasing, all of that might be step one, and then it opens you up to all these new potentials and energies that you can then see But you couldn't do that if you were still blocked in some capacity. So a few things here. If you're feeling the pressure to find one solution, open it up and ask spirit for the best possible opportunities, potentials, and pathways. And also open up your mind and connect it to that higher spiritual knowledge of unlimited solutions unlimited ways this can play out for me in the most beautiful way. Yes, I'm going to have to let go of some things. Sure, I'm going to have to make some decisions or let some things go. But when you're further down the line, it's like that all diminishes in importance. There's something here where we're meant to step away from the heaviness and the burdens 
that we've been unconsciously carrying, spirit is helping you. Spirit is guiding you and is talking to you. Perhaps it's through your dreams. Perhaps it's through various things that you use or tap into that are supporting your energy right now. But I feel like we have to go higher and get out of our heads. And that isn't our typical programming. We aren't used to just leaving behind all the energy or mental processing that we're accustomed to and that we use every day. But this is a time where we're really working with more of our beautiful spiritual energies. And I'm actually now seeing an infinity symbol, which we could also call the number eight, but it's an infinity energy of flow where the energy comes down and goes back up, comes back down, goes back up. And it has this movement to it that when we go with that flow, we're also allowing the bigger energies to support us and we're not as attached to one particular path or outcome. So this could essentially be what this Scorpio total lunar eclipse is bringing up are our unconscious attachments that are essentially our fears and our desire to be in control or to hold something or to know or to have that mirage of control. But so much of this energy signature is in the higher pathways that we're opening up, but we could also be blocking ourselves from, especially because our minds can be so limited. Our human minds can only see so much and it's based on the information we have, but spirit has more information than we do. God knows more than we do. Your higher self sees a bigger picture, a bigger plan, and we're sensing that. Like I feel like we're tapped into that more than ever, but are we applying it? Are you using it as part of your navigation system? And so this is essentially an eclipse of trusting in very big ways, trusting the unknown, trusting what's complete and over and done, because there's more that we're going to connect with on the other side of this eclipse. And part of what we're understanding is that your energy and your power and your light always travel with you. You're not losing anything if you're choosing to see it in that way. In fact, you're going to gain even more. But there's these openings here as well into the soul lessons and the karma and the completions. And there's things that come up that trigger our emotional bodies or that bring up our attachments. And so what we're moving through is very intense in one way, but also very lightning in another. It's basically time to say goodbye to the dead weight, to anything holding you down or holding you back at that 25 degrees of Scorpio in your chart. And it's time to make those clear conscious decisions or the universe comes through and makes them for us because the universe wants the best for us and wants us to keep growing and moving forward. So we're going to have that pressure here and it is only for the short term, but ultimately there's potential long-term gain when you're aware of how everything is meant to transform. All energies are meant to move forward and shift and that there is support here in the higher realms even if it's wildly confusing in the human realms at times as well. Now, Scorpio is about death. 
So it could be the death of something in your life, uh, not necessarily literal death. I don't mean that. I just mean like something ending, a chapter in your life that is moving out, closing, turning over, something that you're mourning, something that you're grieving, something that is bringing up that sadness and that loss, all part of the human experience, all normal, always valid and appropriate to feel all that. And yet there's also, again, this promise here of whatever is completing and closing out. It's because there's more that awaits and opens up in the new cycle, but it will be a different energy and it will have different things involved with it that connect to those new energies and those new frequencies. With these Scorpio energies, I feel like we tend to know what's coming in some part of our body, in some part of our energy field. And it can be messages that you're already feeling or sensing, especially through your third eye, that you know what's changing for you. You know what's transitioning over and that there's energies your higher self is welcoming. So that would be an invitation, I suppose, is to welcome the changes instead of resist them easier said than done, but these are the fixed signs. And often with the fixed signs, it's only when you choose it, do you want it. But this time, the higher self energies are certainly on board. Your soul's evolution is on board, which means that you as a soul are on board and you're ready. It's just helping the human energies get on board that can take time and work. And this would be a beautiful Scorpio lunar eclipse to practice any types of release rituals to allow yourself to flow with these bigger transitions of these grander cycles to allow yourself to really welcome the change from a place of power because we can feel powerless at times when there's bigger choices or harder things going on But if you're energetically welcoming the change in your power, in your strength, in your confidence, it's going to feel like you're in the flow. It's going to feel like you're really working with this current energy cycle. And again, remember that the more that we welcome these energies and we work with them, as well as consciously choosing what is best for you now, especially with that connection to your higher self, There's going to be more that will flow later in the year because of those hard choices or decisions you're making now. So just to give that timeline perspective can help and also supports us in making the most of where we're at right now. So all in all, it is a big Scorpio full moon lunar eclipse at 25 degrees in your chart. And it's basically helping you flush out and purge what you no longer need going forward and also helping you think about what supports you now versus what is expired, outdated, and no longer needed for the path ahead. Now, I did a separate podcast episode for you on April 11th about the Taurus solar eclipse that's happening before this Scorpio lunar eclipse. So please check out that 
podcast as I go through more of those energies that are beginning and that has powerful new beginnings. So this could be something that actually makes sense. That is like, okay, this is what I'm starting. So this is what I'm ending. Makes sense. And maybe that can help the mind settle down as well. So as always, thank you so much for joining me as we move through these energies together. We'll keep talking about this as we move through April into May, and you will always find a new podcast episode here every Monday and Wednesday. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online, where I have a variety of astrology programs and classes for you that I hope support you in knowing yourself and your energy even more in this lifetime. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate your energy, time, and presence. I look forward to connecting with you very soon for another astrology podcast.